Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Room 104 with Cormac and Sish here. Great news for, uh, I don't know, great news for who. I just love talking about dogs just to piss off Sish a little bit too much. But you're, you're making out that I don't like dogs. I love you dogs. Don't. You I, I saw you kick a dog earlier on, Sish. I could not believe that is it. That's a Listen, lie. I reported you to the guards and animal cruelty. <laughs> My God, Justina. People are going to take that at face value. I would never harm an animal, ever, bar a rat. But anyway. <laughs> Um, my mom was a veterinary nurse when I was growing up, so we used to have to go and feed the puppies in the veterinary clinic all the time, which I absolutely loved. Had two family dogs, one passed away recently, and you do connect with them a lot better than any other animal. Yeah, that is true. I think without a shadow of a doubt, they're just far more kinder and loyal and way better than most humans on the planet. But to talk to us a little bit more about um, listen, the, the relationship you can have with your dogs and whether or not you might be loving your dog too much, is that even possible? You might think that we're mad for even uh, discussing that. Joining us now, award-winning career coach. He is an author of uh, about 10 books. Last time I checked, he uh, joined us on the line now, uh, Marty Nemco. Marty, how are you, sir? I am well. It's really fun to be trying to struggle with your Irish accents. You probably won't be able to understand my New York and California accent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're probably talking far too quickly and far too Irishly. We'll, we'll slow it down a little bit. My apologies. No, no, no. It's fun. It's a good challenge. My, my dog doesn't mind it at all. My dog is sleeping beside me and uh, just any kind of human sound is good enough for her. Um, speaking of that, are you, I take it then, you're a, a dog person over a cat person, Marty? I'm a dog person over a human person. <laughs> oh, you're one of those people. See, I don't understand that now. I love dogs and don't get me wrong, I would live with 17 dogs, no problem. But people that say that they love a dog more than human, is that not a little bit too much? Well, you know, seriously, I've got to educate you. Let's be really honest. Think about how many, how unpredictable people are. You're beautiful. I, I, was, I Googled you and I saw your picture. You're beautiful. And I said, you know, but think about how many guys, you know, you have all these great hopes and expectations and then it all falls apart. Well, with a dog, it doesn't fall apart. You've got that, that magical dream. You've got the unconditional love. That's kind of the reason people are difficult. No? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of life's problems are because of other people. Exactly. And Guinness. That's true, and yeah. And when, when those two things combine, you might as well just pack it in. Like, that's just a disaster waiting to happen. Or have another Guinness. That might happen, too. Uh, and <laughs> it usually does happen, too. But I, I suppose, yes, yeah, that, that argument, Sirius, you kind of had mentioned that, you know, if, 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 is there anything wrong with preferring humans over dogs? I mean, is that just us being afraid to, to confront and manage real-life daily situations? Uh, I'll be serious for a moment. Uh, it's like every other psychologist type answer is it depends. 
um, some people really are bad with other people. They just have had experience after experience where their connections with others. And I'm sure Cersei is not like that. That's why she's so surprised. But where they just don't get along. They're too intense. They're too laid back. They're not smart enough. They don't have emotional intelligence. They, there's just a million reasons. They're sexually not compatible with most people. There, so there are some people who, for whom people just don't work. Now, of course, for people for whom people work well, of course you, have, you should have more human interaction. But humans are not infinitely malleable. We can't necessarily change our personality, get a personality transplant. And so rather than flogging someone to say, you need to be, be a better social intelligence. You need to work harder on being less self-absorbed. You need this, you need that. Sometimes self-acceptance is the answer, in which case that's why there are people who love their dogs, who work with animals, etc. And so one size does not fit all. It is interesting. I remember my mom going through a really tough time when we were kind of teenagers and she said she used to come home from work and nobody would be in the house but the dog every single day would be at the door waiting for her. And she said for, for some reason that was all that picked her up at that time. If that dog wasn't there to greet her, she said she doesn't know what where she would have been or you know, how dark she would have got, like, down in the dumps and so on. So she, she, you know, she said there wasn't a bad day. Dogs don't have bad days where they ignore you. I know that the criticism is that you're a shallow person. But there, are, if, you, if you're so invested in the dog and not a person, because the dog can't challenge, you can't ask interesting questions, you can't have a true, true intimacy. I mean, hugging is one thing, but you can hug a stuffed animal, so they would say. But I really think, especially in these roiling times, I don't know what it's like really in Ireland, but there is so much roiling in this country, not just about COVID, but about Black Lives Matter, about the Democrats and Republicans. Everybody is on edge with people. And so everybody, nobody can say what they really think. So they just quietly, you know, say polite crap about their their kids and their church and upcoming vacations. And I'm going to buy this thing for my house. I'm going to redecorate, you know. Uh, and so with the dog, you don't have to worry about any of that. That's a very interesting point. Yeah, everyone is on edge, tippy-toeing around such sensitive, politically correct topics that no one... A lot of people are afraid to say anything or tweet anything because in six months' time you might be out of a job because the thing you tweeted isn't acceptable anymore. You're actually providing a very good case why uh, a lot of people should just ditch human interactions and get more dogs. To some extent, except, of course, with people you can trust. And if you have good experiences with people, most people tend to hang out with people that they are like them. So they are politically kindred. Um, And so there they can be more open. But, you know, that's why I'm not saying everybody should go and get a dog and empty those rescues and pounds. But it's certainly we don't need to have a uh, a blind view toward the notion that, you know, anybody who is a who prefers dogs to people is all of a sudden a, a crazy person or inferior or is avoiding dealing with issues. Sometimes it's a rational response to their previous experience in the world, as well as what's going on in the world today. Do you not think that there's some times that it might be unhealthy where we're treating a dog like a child, like a baby, fussing over it, and then obviously they have a shorter life expectancy than we would. Emotionally, they're obviously not the same as us. So when they do pass on, some people get very, very depressed. Right. That's a very good question. But that would be like the argument saying, don't ever fall in love because you might lose your lover. You know, of course, I've had dogs my whole life. And it is an incredibly sad time when you've got to put your dog down. Uh, I lost my doggy Einstein uh, a year ago. Uh, He suddenly had a stroke at 13 and a half and just stroked out. And I had to carry him 
to the vet's office to have him, you know, put whatever they do with them, put them, you know, bury them or burn them or whatever. Of course, it's very hard. But would I have traded 13 and a half years of wonderful life with my Einstein? You know what I did? After two, after a couple of weeks, I said, oh, do I really want to go through another dog? And then I found myself after two weeks compulsively visiting all the dog adoption websites, signing up for, for alerts. And a month later, I have my sweet little Hachi who is sleeping at my feet as we speak. I, I know you're we're obviously talking dogs here this evening now, but Saoirse has ch- chosen to you know, live no, life with a cat. Hang on a second. I have to for reasons that I'm not allowed to have an animal in the apartment block anyway. She's a house cat, so no one knows she's here. If anyone found her meowing outside the, you know, in the hallway, I'd have to get rid of her. Well, well, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering, right, do, do you know, uh, Marty, if cats provide anywhere near the same level of companionship and friendship and unconditional love that dogs do? Well, it's 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 like the same. I mean, all dogs are not the same. I mean, I, in general, I would bet much more on an Irish setter and a golden retriever being sweet and loving kind than a pit bull. And it's the mm. same with true of cats. Now, on average, yes, cats are more independent. All they want to do is get the food and then and then screw you. Um, but some cats are very affectionate, and it really varies. I when I remember publishing that article in Psychology Today. Somebody immediately responded and say, hey, does what you say about loving your dog apply to cats? I love my cat. So I am uh, I am not going to be specious and <laughs> insistent <laughs> that only dog lovers are superior to cat lovers. It's on a case by case basis. I, th- I think the problem is um, I love my cat and my cat doesn't love me. So I was sitting earlier on. I was so happy she was sitting up beside me on the chair and I was writing up stuff for notes for the show later on. I just put the pen down beside me on the side of the chair and she just knocked it off for absolutely no reason. Well, I have I have a one word solution for you. Euthanasia. <laughs> there you go, Saoirse. I think that'll solve a lot of your problems. Good luck to you. Bye. Yeah, it's terrible. You know what? If you could do hide a cat, why don't you get a sweet little doggy right now at this very moment? Um, you could you could. There is a doggy right now, sweet, quiet, like my doggy doesn't even bark, who is sitting in the pound and the t- clock is ticking, tick, 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 tick. And if you don't adopt that hide a dog. Well, that's um, put the guilt on me. It um, has, yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that. Think of me as Oh, God. No pressure. Th- th- Cormac, th- you have a house. I know. I want a dog, but she doesn't. So that's that's the next bridge we're trying to cross because I, I'd love, and I'd love a big, huge, shaggy dog like uh, yes, an Saint Irish Bernard. wolfhound or something or a St. Mm. Bernard or one of those ones. Uh, it's Is it um, Newfoundland? Re- Newfoundland. I think it's them. Yeah, yeah. that I'd love. Absolutely love one of them. And you know what? I'll, I'll convince her and I'll go and save that puppy's life that maybe there's one down in a pound somewhere. And Saoirse, you can just continue with your cats and just be a horrible human being and not yeah. save dogs' lives. But that's your own that choice. <laughs> I mean, really, Cormac, a, in Newfoundland, that's like buying a horse. What the hell? Are you? Are you am I speaking to a crazy person? Yeah, I've got, well, I, I just want to ride it around the estate, put a saddle on it, and go down to the shops and go, don't mind me. I'm just carrying my I mean, you'll be taking out a mortgage to pay for his kibble. I True. know, but listen, we can deal with those financial implications a little bit later on. I can bring the dog into court and go, Your Honor, the reason I couldn't make any payments back on anything. Just look at the dog. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know if that would work out too well. About, what do you say about to your girlfriend or your wife when, when, uh, when it's a Newfoundland poop accident in the house? <laughs> yeah, that's probably why she doesn't want a dog. Listen, she, the wife will be out the back and then the dog will be in the bedroom with me. So listen, she'll be the one making poop accidents, not the dog. So there we go. <laughs> No, 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 we don't want interspecies sex now. Now watch that. 
Oh no 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 God no no don't worry it'll just be it'll just be unconditional love for, from my dog but um, listen we're we're running out of time we're going to have to move on we appreciate that because we we do um uh, we have a lot of listeners here this evening who'll be listening to us out walking their dog maybe late at night and they'll be out you know having a listen and realize that you're perfectly normal choose a dog over person any day of the week there's nothing wrong with you and uh, you know. Keep doing what you're doing. But uh, Marty Nemco, thanks a million for popping on. I said he's an award-winning career coach. Uh, he does a lot of uh, writing up online on psychology today. You can check out his website, martynemco.com. But Marty, it's been an absolute pleasure, and we'll chat to you again soon. <laughs> thanks, Marty. See you, guys. Bye.